Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the Recovery Guy, and you have tuned in on Friday, so you are about to enter into the checkup. Hello there. Welcome to Recovery Guy. My name is Robert and I am excited that you joined us. Uh, This is how excited I am uh, today as uh, this podcast is uh, being recorded. We have 3,642 of you have listened to this podcast at least 3,642 times. I know many of you listen on a regular basis, and the team here at Recovery Guy and our movement could not be more excited about that. Recovery is our movement. Recovery is a position that we've decided to take in life because we were sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm sure you've heard that before. It never gets old. Because so many people are coming in and out of recovery. I had a great opportunity to go back to Annie's house last night with uh, with Chris and Mary and see the new women coming into that program as, as uh, existing women uh, have exited through the program itself and on to live recovered lives. People are coming into recovery uh, every day. I don't know where you're at in your recovery in depth uh, or quality or quantity. But what I do know is we can always become more well as we take on new days. And today, I'm I'm just so overwhelmed and overpaid with this whole one day at a time thing. Today um, is 12,347 consecutive days for me. I started on this journey April 25th, 1986, after a relapse, and I have never looked back always forward because I want to look at who I am today and who I want to be. And the only reason I would ever look at my past would be to see where I went wrong, what I need to do to clean up, what I need to change from to become. Isn't that exciting? And that's the beautiful thing about recovery. So I'm so glad that you joined us. So many people, so many of you out there listening don't know a lot about us. So what I've done is I've taken a podcast from August 2nd, and I'm going to play it for you now. JJ is going to load that for us to just sort of take you back to when J.J. and I started on this mission. John Barker, of course, I've known for 15, 16 years now. He has always been a a part of my recovery movement when I was becoming well now. And of course, now we have uh, my daughter Jane working in social media. So it's a real uh, combined effort of people going in the same direction at the same time. And And I'm so glad that you're a part of that. So listen to August 2nd, 
and the first podcast introduction to Recovery Guy. I hope you enjoy it. Have a wonderful day. Keep coming back. It works. Good evening, good morning. It really doesn't matter because they can all be the same at the same time. Uh, hey, my name is Robert. Um, I am uh, the recovery guy. I'm pretty excited to start laying down some podcasts, discussing some things. Uh, every day is an adventure and I just want to be a part of it. You know, before we get going, uh, I think some of the things that uh, may be most important uh, that you know about me is uh, how I often will describe myself as a, uh, a former broken person who learned how to become whole. Uh, by the time I was 18 years old, I had uh, become chronically addicted to alcohol and drugs, and my life was just a spiraling mess. Nothing made sense. Uh, this condition would lead uh, me in more negative and, and life-risking situations uh, than really any one person should ever have to live through. Then on April 25th, 1986, at the age of 32, uh, when I really thought all was lost, uh, I found my way to the rooms of recovery. Uh, I found there was another way. Uh, not only could I learn how not to drink or use and, and engage in other destructive behavior, but I found that I could become all I ever wanted to become. I, in fact, could become well. So my message to you and to, to others is, did you ever want to become whole? Did you ever want to become well? And I'm not just talking about alcohol and drugs. You know, alcohol and drugs and other substances, they're just a response to what's going on inside. Um, but where are you at with relationships? Where are you at with work? Where are you at with just life on life's terms, right? For the last 33 plus years uh, and counting, uh, I've been a student and now I'm a teacher, but I'm still a student. Uh, I'm learning to become what I call more. Matter of fact, I often tell people that my middle name is more. Uh, my motto is that I am overpaid in every area of life. <laughs> Let me repeat that. I'm overpaid in every area of life. And if you can't honestly say that, then we probably need to talk. Because there's no reason why you can't be. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not waiting for certain areas of my life to come full circle, not waiting in relationships and other opportunities and, and health things. You, you know, we're all waiting for those. and We just call that life, right? But when you look at all the areas that are most important to me, not the things that I want, but the things that I need, you know, health, relationship, you know, finances, mental stability. I'm not addicted to anyone or anything. 
that's what I'm talking about. And when we consider those areas, I am overpaid in every area of life. My commitment to God or your higher power, whatever you want to term that thing that does for you what you need done, my commitment to God and others is to help anyone, anytime, and anywhere to find that hope before the flame goes completely out. Because I love what John Maxwell says. He says, if there's hope in the future, there's power in the present. I'm going to repeat that because it's can be life-changing if you really fully understand what that is. If there's hope in the future, there's power in the present. You know, sometimes we think if we just had a little bit of power, if we just had something going our way, we could get this done. But I'm here to tell you, there's absolutely nothing I can give you that you don't already have to get you to where you want to go. My role and opportunity with you as a life coach, as a mentor, as a person who's been there and worked through that, is to help you find it. How do I identify it? And how to ignite it to be the fuel that powers you moving forward. Because once the flame goes out and hope dies, for most of us, we never get it back. So if you are a person who still has hope, you just don't dare speak it out loud, <laughs> then we need to talk because I need to show you how to find your power so that hope becomes reality. You know, I love to assist people in going from darkness and despair to a place which they had only dreamed about. And it's really my passion. I wake up every day asking the universe for another opportunity to share what in AA we talk about, experience, strength, and hope. You know, I found, and here's where so many of us can relate across the board, I have found that my problem was never really about a substance. It really wasn't. It was never about the alcohol, the drugs, the other things that I used to put in my body or take around me to make a part of my external surroundings. It was never really about that. Are you ready for this? And maybe you can relate, and I hope you can. But if you can... It's going to be another indication that you and I were meant for each other. I found that my problem wasn't that I had to use or carry on with behavior. My, my problem was that I, I didn't know how to live, right? I don't know how to live. So I would tell people I would go through life sideways because going through life head on was just so painful for me that I couldn't bear it. And the pain grew and grew and grew. And it was necessary, as Father Martin says in Chalk Talk, it's, it's a natural human response to seek relief from that which is uncomfortable. Do you feel me? It's a natural human response to seek relief from that which is uncomfortable. Example, if it's cold, you put on a jacket. 
If it's raining, you use an umbrella. If it's too hot, you take off some clothes. If you have a headache, we take some aspirin, right? If we're, if we're thirsty and we're uncomfortable, we drink some water. If we're hungry, we eat. Those things that in life, natural things in life that make us uncomfortable until we fulfill them, and that's what I teach others how to do. I teach you how to find a natural, progressive, and positive way to give us what we need to become all that we can become. Essentially, what I do is I, I teach others how to live in all its variable environments. So many people in this life lose their way. And... My desire and hope and prayer is that I will see you along my journey. Because really what I want you to do through these podcasts is to sort of come alongside me, right? And, and, and lend a hand and you lend your hand and, and we go through this journey together, right? I often love to talk about The Wizard of Oz. What a fabulous movie, you know? Dorothy, she's lost. She thinks there's someplace else for her to be, somewhere over the rainbow, right? And along that journey on the yellow brick road, she meets these characters, right? Uh, the, the, the scarecrow, you know, he needs a brain, you know, the lion needs courage. The tin man needs a heart, right? And even the wizard needed to find a way to get back to Kansas. So when we look at all those people, you know, they sort of come together along the way. And they encourage each other to know that they're there through the thick and thin. And we need to be there, you and me, together through the thick and thin. Because no matter what you need, let's go find it together, right? Right? Just because I'm where I want to be doesn't mean that there's not another place for me to go, right? Good is the enemy of best. And if, as well as I am today, I want to become more well, or as my good friend Tom Bennett would say, become weller than the well, right? How about you? Do you want to become well? Do you want to become more? I often tell people that's my middle name, right? When I was out there ripping and running and doing alcohol and drugs and all the other negative behavior was more this, more that, more the other, but that more was killing me. So now my more is hope, it's joy, it's peace, it's surrender, it's yielding myself to the things in life that contribute to my life. And my message is of hope, it's of joy, and it's for personal and practical prosperity for all, all who would listen and even those who don't because I don't know who you are, right? I, I believe in it's, it's called the rule of thirds. Maybe you've heard it before, I don't know. But the rule of thirds, Dr. Nesman, my psychologist in college, one of my professors told me, said, Robert, the rule of thirds is this. A third of the people are going to gravitate to your message. They're going to love it. They're going to take it. They're already going in that direction anyway. And they're going to dig you and, and take what you have to offer and they're going to grow. Then there's going to be a third of the people who may or may not feel you, but they're not against you. Maybe they're not for you. Maybe they could go one way, but they won't go anywhere less because they've already made a decision to be mediocre, right? Then there's the bottom third who 
think I'm full of whatever and they don't want to hear my message, right? Because there's always that third and, and that's okay. But here's the deal. I don't know who you are. I don't know what third you're in. So I owe it to you and to me to speak to you as if you are in the upper third. I need to speak to you as if you're going to take this stuff, you're going to run, you're going to grow, you're going to become everything you've always hoped you would be. I want to be a fresh perspective. I want to introduce topics of instruction, of hope and joy that will highly motivate you in a positive way. I would consider it an honor if you would listen to the message that I've been given. My name is Robert. I'm a recovery guy. And I'm all about you going from broken to whole. Thank you for sharing this time with me today.